Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Vibrant Family Podcast of FCBC Walnut with Pastor Terrence Shea and Katie Lee. We aim to bring our church's disciple-making vision to life by connecting church as family and family as church. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello, everyone. This is probably not what you're expecting from a typical Vibrant Family podcast episode, but with Mother's Day right in front of us and two exciting family dedication cohorts to come through in the next two months, uh, it is a great joy for us to be able to celebrate Mother's Day by having these three men who are both husbands and fathers on this episode to be able to share a little bit more about them, about their families, but then also to be able to answer and respond in honest and personal ways about what it means simply to be dad, simply to be husband, and then how they have to give credit but appreciation and also encouragement to their wives through all of this because they certainly cannot do this without them. And so with that, I'm going to go ahead and just introduce these three men, and then they're going to introduce themselves. So we have here John Bagnus, we have Jonathan Lim, and we have Stanley Lowe. And starting with John Bagnus, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, about your family, and about your kids. Yeah, thanks, PT. Hey, guys. Uh, name's John. Um, my, my wonderful wife is Helen. Uh, we've been married about four years now. Uh, we just recently celebrated our four-year anniversary back in March. Uh, we have a three-year-old daughter named Harper. Um, her uh, birthday is actually this Saturday, so March 8th. Nice. She's not three yet, but she's three in my, in my mind. She acts like she's three. Uh, but yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm John Lim. Um, my best friend and love of my life is Jennifer. And we've been married for four years, nine months, 13 days, 10 hours, and 12 minutes. Wow. <laughs> and we have um, Bethany. She's going to turn three at the end of the month. And then Joshua, um, he, wait, no, Bethany's turning three in August, and Joshua is turning one at the end of the month. <laughs> Hi, folks. I'm Stanley. This is Aiden. And uh, my wife and his mother is Rebecca Way. All right. Well, not only are you guys uh, people that are familiar faces to many of us, but you guys are also in the same young married small group. So what a wonderful way for us to bring this all together. And so I have a few questions that I'm going to ask you guys. And with each question, we're going to have a, a different man take the lead in responding to kick things off. So the first question is this. What do you appreciate most about your wife as a wife and mother? So tell us about that, John. Magnus. <laughs> sure. I think uh, I think what I appreciate about Helen the most and really beyond all the acts of service and love language um, is really how she directs me to Christ, uh, either directly through prayers and through Bible reading and through just worshiping, but also kind of in, in a way we're indirectly leaving, uh, leading me to Christ or pointing me to Christ. You know, some examples are, you know, when we're, when uh, during our marriage, right. Our, our marriage is, 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 uh, it's hard work. And, and sometimes uh, we have to have those difficult, difficult conversations where we have to be kind and, understanding and patient and she's all of those cool um yeah i kind of feel a a similar sentiment to to what you're saying john um in terms of i think like jen as a mom she would give her entire world for our kids um but what 
I appreciate is that she understands that the best, even though she wants to give in the world, the best thing she can give them is Jesus. And I think living that life out and um, something I've actually been really encouraged by her recently is um, we had kind of a rather, I guess you could say tough situation or, or something that was not on our hearts to make um, in terms of a choice of integrity. And I think I was really encouraged when I asked Jen, like, what do you want to do? And um, she went with the choice that um, she felt would honor God with her conscience. And even though it was at a, a loss, like a, a, an actual loss for us, and um, I don't think any person with a worldly mindset would have been the choice that she wanted to pursue. And I think I was really encouraged by that. And that we we're kind of talking about with our kids. It's like, um, we kind of want to teach them so many things, but I think the things that they learn the most from us are like what they pick up from us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I really appreciate Jen. Um, I feel like I could call her my best friend um, in terms of kind of what um, I was actually telling her this during dinner today. Like when you think of the attributes of like a good friend, like someone who's honest someone who who you can feel you can be yourself with you can have fun with um and yeah like I feel like Jen is all of those things to me so I'm thankful um for her um to have her as my best friend and my wife yeah I think uh John I think uh you know um you know all those attributes that you just mentioned is is definitely something that uh I think when when our wives um you know portrays those it's 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 so easy to to just kind of fall in love again and, and see like hey this is why i i did this and mm-hmm. i married her and um yeah so I'll, I'll pass it over to Stan. what i appreciate about rebecca as um a wife is that she shows me and that uh, she's continues to choose me. Hmm. What I appreciate about her as a mother um, is similar to um, another reason I appreciate her as a wife, and that is that um, she is somebody who's very routine, somebody who uh, tries to stay on top of things, uh, somebody who uh, likes to plan for the future, somebody who likes to plan for the worst case scenario, uh, somebody, so so in that case, then um, she has planned for the both of us and planned for uh, Aiden's future. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that's something that um, I admire because, well, not feel, but I admire that because uh, it's something that I sometimes am lacking in. And uh, when it comes to Christ-centeredness, spiritual disciplines, uh, I'm able to stay on top of it because I know that's the type of person she is. So, um, like what John was saying, that um, his wife sometimes is the one to be uh, and remind him to come to Christ. So um, I appreciate that. Other than that, um, I do appreciate that uh, she's not idle. Uh, she uses her wisdom and material blessings uh, 
Yeah, it's so great to hear you, man, share those things. In so many ways, we sometimes take it for granted and, and we don't uh, recognize them enough, but certainly God has made our wives just right for us, uh, both for our shortcomings, uh, but then also in many ways to encourage us and complement us in our strengths. Uh, so the next question I have is this, what has been a major hardship or an adjustment that you've had to make since you became parents? And I know that's such a huge milestone for so many of us that when you're looking ahead, you're like, well, you know, that's just being a parent. But once you're looking back, you're like, that changed everything. I don't even remember what life was like before I was a parent. Uh, it's changed things so much. And so I want to be able to hear from you guys how that's been for you and, and what has been something that has been difficult uh, since you became a parent. And we'll start with Stanley on this one. Uh, I think I'd have to agree with you uh, as parents about not not remembering what it was like to not have children because we had eaten <laughs> quite uh, quickly. Um, it wasn't a shotgun wedding, uh, but um, it was nice because uh, it really, um, I mean, it answered our prayers, but uh, I think one of the hardships then is uh, remembering that Rebecca is still a woman and is still my wife uh, mm -hmm. before being Aiden's mother. Mm -hmm. And so those two roles have very different needs. So it's easy when, uh, because Aiden is needy and dependent to prioritize his needs um, before Rebecca's, um, especially because he takes so much of our time. Mm -hmm. And uh, one thing that I've uh, tried to make sure is that I still serve Rebecca and I still think about her first. <laughs> so uh, this kind of leads into your next question, and that's how can the church help and other people pray for us is um, to you know, be asking Rebecca about herself and not about Aiden. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think, uh, Stanley, I think you hit it right on the head. But, uh, you know, I was going to make a joke for this question, but really it's like sleep, not being interrupted while you're eating, uh, being able to, like, travel. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all, all those are definitely adjustments, but I think uh, you hit it right on the head is, is um, and, 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 you know, just remembering that, uh, you know, your first um, uh, uh uh, your first job is to really be a husband. You know, that's your first calling. Mm -hmm. But uh, I want to add to to that that um, I think the biggest adjustment for me is for us is is um, being parents. You know, now we really have to schedule a time where we have where we can talk uh, and, mm -hmm. and have a serious talk, either you know, with 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 our relationship, our marriage, money. Um, or whatever it is, planning, um, because, you know, when we do have conversations where it gets to be difficult sometimes, um, not, not doing that in front of Harper or, you know, is, is, is something that we don't want to do because, you know, we don't, I mean, it, it, quite frankly, like, we don't want Harper to see us fighting or having back and forth or an argument. Um, not that it's all arguments are bad, but kind of that bantering back and forth. 
Um, mm -hmm. you know, when tense, tense conversations happen, um, you know, uh, feelings can, emotions can de get developed. So I think that's one um, area of, of, of adjustment that we, we, uh, we, we continue to improve on, uh, but we had to make really fast when she was born, especially now she's at an age where she's noticing everything, you know, asking questions of, oh, daddy, are you sad? Are you, are you angry? Are you happy? So she's starting to mm -hmm. see the differences in, in um, you know, in those emotions. So, but yeah, yeah. I think on top, on top of what Stanley said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks, John and Stanley for sharing. I feel like the transition to parenthood is like one of the hardest life events, if not the hardest one. I remember um, one week after we had um, our first child, Bethany, I felt like something was going to give in terms of like, I was so tired. I didn't know, like just trying to get enough sleep and food for Jen, Bethany and me. Like, I didn't know if it'd um, be like possible at that point. Like I felt that tired. Um, and I, I feel like it was a really like humbling experience and like a lot of other <clears throat> parents I talked to, like one, um, she mentioned that she, you know, she's like a, a medical professional, but being a parent was harder than all the schooling she went through, um, which is like crazy, like mind blowing. Like, are you like, or you hear, yeah, like other people, they do like crazy accomplishments in their life. Like, I think um, there's this guy who he went to Harvard and he like served in the military in numerous like a war and got a certain medal. But he said um, being a parent was harder than all of that. And I think with that, like, um, an adjustment that we needed to make was being willing to um, have a posture of uh, asking for help from others. Um, I think, like, a lot of times it's easy for us to not want to ask or, or even, you know, like, pretend everything's all right. Um, but I think not to put up that facade. and. Um, I think also um, something else that we've learned or that I've learned is um, that it's okay to say no to people or like let others people's ex expectations down. Um, if that means I'm able to like prioritize my relationship with God and um, my time with Jen and family. Um, Cause I feel like, it's very easy to just want to please people. But if I, yeah, like I need to have those priorities straight. Um, so I feel like those two things are like adjustments that I needed to make. Thank you guys for answering that particular question and uh, the call to, to make change and adjustments, especially to prioritize our wives and our marriages that never ends. Uh, as the kids get older, there's going to be new challenges, um, but just so grateful to be able to hear how God is already leading you guys uh, to prioritize the important things and, and to make sure that your wives are taken care of and, and that your marriage is a high priority. So here's the last question. And this is something that we all really want to know. All of the listeners, all of the viewers, all of the people that are part of the SCBC Walnut Church family, especially because your families are going to be participating in the family dedication. How can we support and pray 
for your wives, for you, and for your children. And with that, I'm going to ask John Lim to begin. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, PT, for asking. Um, I feel like for prayer, uh, that's something that's been in our heart. I think recently is there's been a lot of loss. I think with close um, friends and people that we know, um, and yeah, I think knowing how to come alongside them and support them during this difficult time. Um, I feel like especially with COVID poses unique challenges. Um, so I think prayers for that. And um, I think, yeah, I, I think for our family that I feel like sometimes it's very easy to make our kids the center of everything, but just to remember, like we want God to be the center of our family. And then even, and even allowing our kids to see that. Um, I feel like a tangible way to support, um, I guess, especially um, wives or my wife, when things open up, I feel like um, a lot of times being um, a mom who um, stays at home with kids can be really difficult um, throughout the week, uh, especially if the husband is out working and stuff and it's just her with the kids. Um, so just even someone coming by to, you know, hang out, um, spend some time playing with the kids and just share life together, I think means a lot. I'd have to say the same. Um, being a mom uh, while working is a pretty tough job. Uh, it's moonlighting. And so when we do see you all at church, um, it's, it's, it's a blessing to us because we get to reconnect with you all after having a hard week uh, at work with maybe difficult coworkers or difficult work situations and being stuck with uh, an infant or a toddler uh, so many hours and days. Uh, it's a lot of crying. It can kind of get to you. And so mm -hmm. uh, seeing everyone, seeing other people's children, uh, children that are a little older, seeing larger families, seeing uh, uh, seeing everyone uh, brings us a lot of joy. Hmm. And so the way to support us or pray for us is um, is just come say hi and uh, ask after Rebecca. Uh, I know when um, people are pregnant or people have just given birth or have young children, the usual question is to ask about the child uh, <laughs> and not about the mother. And I think uh, maybe you, know, you can be asking after the mothers and seeing how they're doing. And so uh, again, like what Jonathan was saying, a tangible way is to hang out with these moms and uh, maybe go babysit so that the moms can go do what they need to do. So do what they want to do too. Yeah, thanks for sharing, John Stanley. Um, I think for us, um, well, I think uh, I'm just gonna lump um, my prayers, her prayers, and 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 as a family prayer. I think uh, two two things is first one is um, kind of dovetailing to what you guys were saying is really with this quarantine life that we've been living the past 18 months. 
it, you know, I think it, when, when it first began, I, I didn't really think it was going to affect me or, or Helen for that matter too much. Um, because, you know, it's, Hey, we'll, we'll be inside and we'll be able to connect like this. Uh, you know, and it's kind of going to be the same, but I think when it hit, um, that, that whatever eight, nine month point, it really started to feel exhausting. Um, uh, and the spiritual vibrancy was like down here. Um, and, and really God was telling us that, uh, um, I think, you know, as I, as we prayed as a family together, I think it was, um, uh, just, just, he, he was putting that yearning in the, in our heart to, to be with you guys. Um, and to be honest, uh, uh, our, our YMG uh, has been great, has been fantastic on, on keeping it steady, keeping it consistent and the vibrancy of the conversations, but, uh, it wasn't the same. Um, it wasn't the same to just see each other face to face. And, and I love the way I loved that when we met at the, at a park, I think back in October, I think that was the first time we met in like, I don't know, six, seven months. And that was like for a brief moment for 15 minutes, we met up and it was like, Whoa, it feels like <laughs> great. Right. I mean, I, you guys remember that. I think you got, everybody was there. Um, or maybe I'm not sure, but, uh, but you see so long ago now that we need to do it again. Um, <laughs> But my point is really, I think um, prayer is, as we get out of this quarantine life, I think is really um, re-energizing or really asking for wisdom to, to really, have, you know, to for us to just kickstart. Hey, let's just go to church. No, dude, don't worry about anything. It's we're, we're vaccinated. By the way, if you haven't been vaccinated, get vaccinated. Um, but you know it. it we'll be okay uh, uh, and stuff like that. So I think um, the, the prayer is, is, is just, uh, you know, we miss you guys. Uh, we miss all our friends. And I think it's, um, it's going to be healthy spiritually um, uh, to, you know, uh, as we move forward or as we move back in. Um, and, and I think the, the, my second prayer request is, is, is dovetailing to the first is really just, uh, for the church to continue to point us to Christ, I think that 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 low period of spiritual vibrancy, um, you know, uh, uh, just needs to be redirected to Christ. Redirected to Christ. Um, you know, don't stay on your knees and, and 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 cry about it. Get up and go. That's what Jesus wants you to do. Get up and go and, and follow me. Right. So that action oriented. Um, mindset or heart um, is 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 what I'm praying for, um, and I think uh, as I lead our my family, I think that's gonna move the rest. So, yeah, thank you, gentlemen, for sharing. And um, I hear from each and every one of you just that desire to be that servant leader at home, but then also one that is intentionally pursuing the family of God, growing as a child of God, and just leading your family in that same direction. So with that, I want to wrap up this episode and thank you guys all for being guests on this special Mother's Day edition. But for all of the mothers that are out there and wives, we're just so grateful for you. Um, a lot of times uh, it's 
you guys are doing all of the, 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 the background work, the dirty work, all the unseen and, and unappreciated uh, chores and tasks alongside just supporting uh, many of us that kind of give you a difficult time as husbands sometimes. We're so grateful for you. And we're also so grateful for all the spiritual moms and aunties that are in this church family so that we can grow and, nour and nourish our own families through your support and through your care and through your prayers. So with that, I want to wish on behalf of uh, the men here, happy Mother's Day to all of you. And we look forward to continuing this journey with these three families here, uh, but then also to be able to do so as the spiritual family of God. All right. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>